you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not put the phone on. I've changed the Murray, by the way. So if anybody wants to find me Murray, right. Well, I'll take Peroni as well. Uh, welcome to the stag, everybody. Uh, we've not been here for a while, so we've got quite a lot to talk about tonight. So who have you got in the room? We've got Dan. Evening all. You've got me, John. Good evening, everybody. We've got Ian. Good evening. Um, and you've got myself. We've got the sensible Ridley, apparently, after the uh, not so sensible Ridley was on the last part. Who's safe for England? Who's safe for England? Before we get going, I just wanted to say a bit of a thank you as well to Ian. He's worked really hard over the last sort of couple of weeks to get us on the, the, the various different aspects of social media. We're now on um, Apple iTunes, we're on Podbean, Podbean. Thank you, Ian. Well and the website looks good. And if you want to see what we all look like, or once look like, the Allblades uh, website, which you can find in the Twitter bio, is worth a visit. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, on that note, by the way, Dan, whose is that fucking shirt that you've got holding up? I can't remember. You're growing to it. Don't you get me now. I look like I've not been well. Something like that. Um, so we're going to start, uh, obviously I've got a review of Watford to do, before we do that we'll just have a quick chat about Liverpool because we haven't had a positive, so um, I'll kick off with Liverpool, I, I thought we were very, very good, I thought obviously without this mistake by Henderson we would have probably got at least a point out of that game, despite they were at their best and they missed some chances, could have taken a lot of heart from playing like that against a team like Liverpool, haven't we? 100%, I, I never thought we'd be coming out of a 1-0 defeat to the European champions, all genuinely Devastating. Yeah. You know, we kind of said before, keep it respectful if we lose two and nil, and we keep them and, and we play well, we'll be happy. But coming out one losing one nil and genuinely feeling disappointed was was a really odd feeling to be fair. Strange, we were all flat. At the end of the game, we were all flat. It was the flattest I'd been in the Millwall game one season. Yeah. Similar where we were all a bit snappy with each other after the match about nothing. Completely lost it because of the camera following Anderson off the pitch after the game. Um, but that's what happens. And, but one thing I will I'll say for me is it confirmed what well, we probably already know, and that's that is the sort of football match I want to go to every couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, understand. We're here on merit, and we're here. Anyway, and hopefully we'll be experiencing them games against teams like Liverpool more often than not. Robinson still got wild in charge because he was brilliant the next time, but we were in the club really early, but we were all fuzzing and we like, just felt like a... Yeah, it felt like a, um, it felt like a really, really big occasion. Someone's just collecting a box. Um, yeah, so, Ian? Yeah. Well, for me, it's, it, you said everything really. It, was, it felt so flat. And, and I think it's because we we still had chances. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't like it wasn't like we went there and they comfortably beat. Yes, we rode our luck. Certainly, we were dark with a chance. Um, Mamani at the bar, at the post. 
the club club I have is weaving me a little video um, and obviously he's been rewarded which will go on to a little later but I've been weaving our film um, yes, yes again it starts at 8 o'clock in the morning getting on the couch with a cat with a crate full of beers <laughs> yeah well standard I think it was about what time Phil turned to me I'm feeling this a bit Johnny you were away yeah I am that's exactly why we should carry on <laughs> yeah and boy did wait but um Charts pick up those as per usual. It was not a bad performance. Um, I think United, although there were times where we dominated the ball, we did it in very, very safe areas. And I think, obviously, you've got to talk about the criticism which is coming the way of McBurney and Robinson. Now, I, I shied at McBurney one bit because he gets the ball, instead of holding it up, he's always trying to roll the man or do something. And I feel like he, he needs to play within himself rather than trying to do this all action. Instead of holding the line, he's running because what he wanted to do now is not turn into the three men. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we, were, we were almost not playing forward enough. There was nothing making the play. We, we didn't play well. There's no getting away from that. We didn't play well but they made us play like that because they were so negative I, 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 was, I was on NBC Gold on Saturday um, and quite a decent stream but what I thought was we were good for the final third yeah they packed the box they the box so we had the space to play yeah. we, we got the ball well we were getting players advanced but our lack of thought around this about I, I thought it was crying out for Luke Freeman's cry yeah, we needed yeah. somebody to, here, we need to change those strikers we need us to find a way of bringing them more into the play. Well, so I've got, case two, I've got two questions about the, the performance and, and the kind of two that's completely unrelated. But the first one, as good as Lundstrom's been this season, does there come a point where he has to come out to give us a little bit more creativity? And I, I don't know whether we're at that yet, but it was Saturday was the sort of game that was screaming out for someone like Bring, Mark Duffy, someone like that who could unlock a door with a little pass or a shot from distance or, or whatever. I think, I think you can do it on selective games. My worry is if we do it... Or, or like, it's it runs yeah. from the wrong one to pick yeah. that they're not on the wrong side. So do you do it against someone who... So you do, do you do it against Arsenal, for example, where you're probably not, you're not favourite by any stretch and, and just have a try at it and risk getting hammered because we lose that insurance at lunchtime? Or do you do it against it in a game where you think you've got more chance of winning and it turns the game around? I know, that's the one for me. Saturday was the game to do it. Barely at home, the game to do it. Yeah. But not say, necessarily at lunchtime. You say that lunchtime gives us that protection, it gives us that um, uh, line of defence. They are three, really, really good chances. Well, they had three, they had three great yeah. scores the early chance. I think that changed. Changed. No one's ever shown me a replay. I always felt he was offside and so was this. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, they have a chance. Like Munster out. He's the one that's obviously, I know Fletcher's more. No one doesn't offer much of a goal there. Lundstrom offers a, offers a goal because, you know, he's having shots. I'm not sure. picking the wrong one for Lundstrom. It's somebody else picking the wrong one for Lundstrom. It's difficult because Fletcher, I mean, I can't take the other two out. The only other option is you play, you want it from. Yeah. You play someone, you play him a goal dream. You play him a goal dream. Again, that's the other side of it. And Blake puts on the other side of it. Is it, 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 is it,
gold is that particular game because you've got that little bit of cuteness on the ball that you didn't have. Robinson's not that player. Well, no, I, I, not yet. I believe I said Robinson could play I'm going to claim I said it on the pod, someone will tell me I didn't, but McGoldrick, when everyone was criticising McGoldrick, for me he had to be a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all yeah. agree. Yeah. 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 When, yeah. when McGoldrick yeah. agree, he's in, he's in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, no, you're right. It, he's got to start, and I think the, the forward performances we've seen since he's been injured show only to show what we are. Is, is, is it something we do when we've got another 10, 11 points in the maybe. So do we wait till we're on to 20 points? To deliver a fly till we get to a point until we get to there and we can maybe just free up a little bit and if it doesn't work we can we can get the day is to get to twenty points by January. And we've got that running January, you're not gonna do anything at that point. Not really gonna open us up then with the number of games we've got. Let's be honest, it's a good position to be in because we look a good side as we're playing at the moment, up until the final little bit. Is that gonna change? Are we gonna look a weaker side for it? I don't know. That's why we've got such a good manager. And I saw him deal with Plays analytics in a league table based on XG. Do it with a bit more purpose, and actually, when we do that, it's 
not so much a gun throw attempt to fight, or this is the other way of the play. I'm not suggesting it's now like that. I think you were talking about changing personnel. For Lundstrom, as I said about Maybe. He's got the box, he's got the uh, energy for it. I think some of the things we're finding up front at the minute, and I think it'll get better as the season goes on, I think our forward line is still finding the feet. Yeah. I still, you know, because none of them have played at this level before. Robinson's clearly taken a bit of time to get across to it. Matt Burnley's probably a little bit in front of Robinson, but neither, not, not one forward at the club has put his hand up and said, right, one thing I'm going to put in striker. Moussa's nowhere near ready to start a game. He was blowing up for 20 minutes or something. Right. 20 minutes after getting on the pitch, he was struggling. He's one of those as well, I mean. I really can't see it. Unless oh, he has a massive fitness regime. Uh, everything we've seen from it. Well, he was in France watching a game on Sunday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about Moussa, like, yeah, it's, it's quite, obviously quite a character. He's got some good songs, including that one that you've seen on Monday. Let's be honest though, we're, we're what, eight games in and we're on nine points. 
Is there any of us that wouldn't have taken that? No, 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 and I still maintain, which I put on Twitter on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry, this season for us, there's no such thing as a bad point away from home. Yeah. Every point away from home is a good point for us this season. And I responded to you about the fact that if that's, it's true, it is true either way. The fact that we've lost three on the bounce at home just tempers it a little bit. But we've also played less yeah, than we've played a little bit. If the games we'd have lost at home would be. If the games we'd lost at home had been Brighton, Newcastle, and Norwich, yeah. then yeah. I would agree. Yeah. But the fact is, we've lost the first or second best start in the country. Aside from the good chance to be in the third best start in the country. Why is the Southampton a disappointing one? I saw something I think it was yesterday from Alex Paramore on Twitter who put up a little quadrant of based on goal difference and points after eight games of all of the promoted sides to the Premier League in 2001 yeah. so the kind of quadrant is split at eight points just over eight points and just above minus between minus four and a half goals on average so that top right hand quadrant we're one of the we're the team in it so we're obviously on nine points goal difference of zero of the teams in that Top quadrant, only one has been relegated really? from that side. And then you're looking at points going up to 17, which we had in 2008, was it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still an argument to say this season we could be unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre as it sounds. It is. But um, what is interesting about the pictures that are coming up? Playing two in the traditional top six and Burnley at home and as exciting as it is we could end those games with no points or we could end them with nine yeah and, and, and I genuinely believe the Arsenal game will be really tasty unfortunately I'm thinking about me and it probably just got that one chance win the game thing that we won't be able to cope with we get something out of Arsenal we really yeah. know it but then Man U at home on a Sunday yeah. TV I'm well up for that. Yeah. I'm up for both. Yeah. Uh, I, I see what you say about Arsenal. Yeah. Going yeah. forward, Arsenal. Yes. Defensively, Arsenal. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well. You've got a chance. Yeah. And then yeah. Burnley. Depends what's finishing Burnley. Got caught. They're, they're very similar to Morsi in a lot of ways. It's a game that's winnable for us. And well, they'll be looking to win it as well, yeah. which will make it through. You should open it up. Yeah. Open it up. Yeah. Um, but then the two the two away games that are coming up are quite the tasty from a new ground quite fun day out point of view but we come away with anything from either of them it won't be just a good point West Ham are we can't great one week and then Harry Powers went and did it yeah. one didn't they think what might work in our favour with the West Ham game is their fans are going to be focused on one thing or one thing only in that game and that's giving us shit about Tevez yeah. and that could take a bit of edge off and a bit of focus yeah. off the game for them players are professionals and they're probably won't let it bother him but we've suffered from it before when yeah. QPR came to Daniel, yeah. can you use that exact yeah. same example the focus came off of the game the yeah. United fans it was all on Paddy United fans spent the first half hour berating Kenny yeah. and then turned around and you know, we're 3-0 down exactly yeah. 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 agree completely yeah. Yeah. decent point of one final yeah. lucky game for the ball but yeah. it's, yeah. Still, it's still exciting and yeah. we're, we're all looking out for us So obviously we 
touched on it just now. Uh, a week on Monday, uh, North London Serial Specialist in Failure comes in Sheffield Serial Specialist in Failure. Rather than talk about it anymore. Van, what do you reckon can happen? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. I think we can, I think we can get some awesome. I think they've got a good forward line, but I think we can get some awesome. Purely in honour of Christian Nade, I'm going to go 1-0 United. I'm with Sean one one. I think one of them equally with Sean one one. I think for Nicky, I'm going to go for the sales score. Two one United. Oh, positive. I've just got the stinky soul set up in it. The usual, it's about the time of the season. Arsenal have had a couple of good results. We're also due to book the uh, straight back after the international break. Yeah, yeah, and true. We've got, yeah. we've got, to, book that, we've got to break that curse. Wilderism that needs yeah. about a bit of time over that weekend. It's all felt the sky to get romantic about it. And it's an 8 o'clock kick-off, so we get a good couple of hours a bit cheap on a work night. Amazing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, obviously now Ian, no well, point turning the recorder on and off. We're going straight into your your special quiz. Do you want to explain that? So my special quiz, um, in honour of uh, John Fleck, I think we're coming, I think it's the fifth, but I'm happy to be proved wrong on that, the fifth player to be capped by Scotland while playing for United uh, tonight, as we've, as we've been setting the pub. Five down, by the way. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. It was Bill Miller half-time, wasn't it? And he was playing deeper than Andy Robertson. I blame McBurney. He played in Poland in that. Oh, it's 4-0. Sorry, I misread it. Yeah, 4-0. Oh, well. yeah, oh, well. oh, well. Come on, get me out anyway, of the so, so, yeah. So, anyway, so, end of the goal as well. So, why don't we look at players who've been capped for their country while playing for United? So, I reckon you say the country. Yeah. And we all read what we thought. So I, I, just so you know, we've, I've set down the list of countries here. Most of them, I believed, were the only player to be capped for their country while at United. There's one we've got a bit of a question mark again, we discussed it. And then there's a couple of ones where it's twos and threes at the end. Anyway, if we've got a tie when we add it up, I've got a bit of a tiebreaker for you. Good, So first one up um, on the list was Estonia. So who's been capped for Estonia? I believe when we got relegated or at some point between like 2007 and 2012 we had Mark Poon as the backup goalkeeper and he would have been capped for Estonia. I don't think we did. Don't ring a bell. No, don't ring a bell. I mean, had a player called Ville. V-I-double-L-E. I think he was a Finnish player but he wasn't, yeah. He's no Finnish, he's 28. Hey! Phil's got a clue. The answer, and he very much is the keeper. I, I was going to say goalkeeper, and I couldn't count 44 times for his country, but never played for us. Yeah, when you tell me, I'll know it is. Excellent. Yeah. I was going to say right down keeper, but I knew you were going to get points off. So, where we have Mark Poon? Barbados, I know who it is, I think I know who it is, but I haven't got the name. Who's he got? I've heard of anyone for Barbados. Oh, I've got Correct. Oh, I've got Yeah! Great shout. 
So I was thinking, uh, what were his names? Shit, better off from Sunderland. Nosworth. Yeah, I thought he was Barbados. I thought, like, and looking back, I thought Legend would have played for someone in the Caribbean as well. But no, just a little life fact. Um, his wife had a baby at the same uh, the day after my daughter was born, and me and him spent the previous six weeks doing antenatal classes at the Jessup's Hospital. You and Paul Apple. Me and Paul Apple doing breathing techniques. Occasionally, we have the odd tweet, but yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Get him off. Um, he's in New Zealand. 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 So, next one. Uh, one mil to charge. <laughs> next one on the list yeah. uh, is Hayden. Not a clue. Leshanel Jean Francois. Oh. On the nose from Dallas. Come out. We have nothing from Dallas. I'm going to put LJF, but you kind of know What an absolute cult hero of mine. I genuinely think that team under Wilson even. Well, that, that day that he did his knee was the day we didn't talk. Was that yeah. the day we lost like we had at back home? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of us sent off. Collins didn't play because some of that happened at home. And Jeff Kucci won it in last minute. Yeah, Lowen got sent off. Lowen got sent off. Maguire got sent off. Maguire got sent off. And Francois did his dealing with it. Because the following Tuesday, we went to Walsall with Johnny Earl and right back. Matt Hill and Camera instead. I went for Super. 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 I went for
Right, welcome back to part three, everyone. Um, obviously, it's that time of the season where there's no club football and we all have to pretend that international football is anything but a dull procession at this stage of the season. Um, but obviously, what we want to talk about is the amount of international call-ups you've had and how that reflects on the club, how that reflects on Wilder, reflects on the players. So, um, thoughts on... Dean Anderson getting his first thing yeah, I think Endo's a big one isn't he and, and there's a bit of debate and, and some of our local neighbours are saying he's not our player but let's be honest he's got that call up because of what he's done with us yeah. he was playing in League 1 before he came to us and he's now playing in the Premier League regularly full, full credit to the kids I'm, I've no doubt he'll be England's number one in the future he probably won't play this call up but fair play to him getting the call up he deserves it yeah. he just deserves it I think like we said before you know, I've seen lots of snipes about he cost us in the under-21 tournament now I think actually Eddie Rupert cost him in the under-21 tournament yeah leaving your best players up and yeah exactly but and yeah it makes mistakes and I think the comment we were making about him throughout the game the way you were saying you know you were frustrated at the time but a goalkeeper like him is in the final he pull off the big stick he won't make the obvious stick the biggest criticism of him everything else about his game is superb even his kicking's got better which I used to think is pretty poor he he makes mistakes and is it just a mentality how many keepers do exactly. don't they? And keepers. I mean, you look. Oh yeah. Shilton, Shilton cost Shilton cost us at least two tournaments. Freeman cost us one. Robinson's cost when he was England number one on two or three occasions. Carson cost us. Carson cost us. Carson cost us. When they make a mistake, invariably it costs a goal. Every other player on the pitch makes a mistake and it's not forced to. Apart from the keepers, the one that fails them out. You, you look. I mean, the, the, the French captain, the Spurs captain. Yeah. He drops more than his fair share. Yeah, for me, the, only, the yeah. only keepers you could argue, you know, Pickford's up there on. You know, he had a he had a good World Cup. He, I'm not sure, he's, I'm but not I'm not sure, sure he's the best keeper no, we've had. Been, you know, he's, he's probably the weakest England number one we've had in a long time. Uh, Mares' goal against Everton the other week was a terrible bit of goal. Yeah, and I think I think Pope's in the squad on merit. Yeah, Pope's a good keeper. Yeah, Pope's a good keeper. But there's an opportunity there for Henderson, yeah, and keep stick with United. Keep doing what he's doing. Who knows? Come next summer. And, uh, Have you listened to the interview with Darren Ward today? No. Really interesting. No, I've seen about fifteen minutes to long. It. It's worth listening to. It's quite an insightful interview, actually, talking about how he deals with the players. But he was uh, he was asked about the way Wilder spoke about Henderson after the mistake at Liverpool, and uh, he said it is what it is. One of my first managers, it must have been when he was at Fox County or something, said to me, he asked him what he needed to do to be a better goalkeeper, and the manager said to him, don't make mistakes, because most keepers are about the same level. Yeah. It's the mistakes you make that define you between being the best keepers and the real top draw. And, and it, it's quite obvious that that's what, that's what Henderson needs to cut out of his game for a degree to, to get to that next level, and, and I think he can do it. Every time he's made mistakes, you know. He's bounced back massively, haven't yeah. So... I, I, I wasn't worried at all after the Watford game. And I just, I just made up. I, like, somehow, Wednesday friends don't like the way I've reacted to it, suggesting that I think he, I know him on a personal level. First United player in my supporting lifetime, and I've been fully involved. Dean obviously was before my time, really, of going regularly. First time that anyway. Uh, 1992, I think, when he was last. We had a play called 
And no matter what, it's obviously playing at a high level all his career in terms of youth football, but going from being like the main man at Portsmouth, being player at year two seasons on spin, and then some of those goals that he fosters that season. Robert Snodgrass turning inside and bending it in the top bins yeah. from 30 yards. Yeah. Can't be pinned on you. That's, that is the full thing. And that's the way it is. And I think a lot of criticism that season ended up was United fans' frustration that we were top of the league in November and it was like a painful slide down to 10 full yeah. United are a to have a scapegoat yeah. they always have from, from as long as I've watched Bernie at the minute I'm going to say Bernie looks to be uh, Bucky's favourite at the minute for that. Um, just throwing back as well we're talking about the internationals we should have had another but he stood down for international duty and all yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, he had yeah, no, but if you look at it they've been one up in, in uh, Rotterdam was it till the last like 10 minutes 10 minutes you know no one in that team I, I tell I mentioned before I've got a friend who follows Northern Ireland home and away and he was he absolutely devastated that Ollie Noel doesn't want to play he can't can't get his head around it wants to try and understand me but he, I think he's so desperately disappointed with the situation you just can't sometimes you don't think I mean I don't know if we talked about this on the phone before or we talked about it when we were just getting football like I genuinely think it's because he's got a young family and he wants to focus on being a Premier League footballer yeah, I, I, I think he's got his chance in the Premier League and he wants to make the book because he's, he's missed out two seasons on that so I think he thinks right this is it and he's played in the European Championship Finals he missed out on the World Cup well, may, they may, may never get to that yeah, yeah, he's, probably, he's probably done as much as he can and that's probably as good as he gets yeah, in so we've talked about Dino being the latest England call-up since Dino. What chances of there being another one? So I think there's only two candidates. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming he's saying Josh and London. And I think there's, I personally think there's only one. Yeah. Because I do think so many people being on James, the Lundstrom thing can't go on forever. Like, and, 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 I hope it'll be proved wrong, but I think, I don't know, I just, like, it's actually quite funny. Like, I've laughed while every time he does something, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted, but this is still happening. Take you away from the fact that he's playing so much above the level he has been. There's so much talent at that level that, that could be played for England that, that, that he's got to get past. So, In central midfield. I think in that, in that role for England there's that many really outstanding candidates I think there's more that can get in front of Lundstrom than could potentially be in front of I think, I, I think it's more reflection on Southgate's lack of willingness to gamble on some exciting players mm. and, and looking because he's got the because he's got the attacking front three he just looks very solid and actually Lundstrom could be one of those solid midfielders for him but the reality is he's going to go with them too we've got with Rice yeah. and Winks behind us. Yeah. I suppose he's what, what is Lundstrom. He's not a defensive midfielder, really. He's box to box. He's, a, he's, a, he's box to box. I remember us uh, talking a couple of years ago about him and we likened him. No way of talking about ability-wise, but in the way that he, he arrives late in the box, he's just a little bit like Lampard. Yeah. He's the sort of midfielder that's going to get you a few balls this season. So I don't, I don't think he's like Rice. I don't think he's like Henderson. I think he's nearer than Henderson than any of the other that girl in place safe you're going to play that fucking free front he wants that insurance but then you've got people like Loftus Cheek I think but it's bits of him I think you've got attacking players like Grealish and Madison yeah he's not going to get in front of those he's not going to get in front of the attacking players and I think that I think that's the big thing in it he's also he's playing it he's hopefully not 
know, but I think it's probably paying me back. He's playing at this level, at the same standard he's at for the last, for the first eight nine games this season, it will be hard. It won't be hard. And going back to Jack, well, starting on Jack, I mean, tomorrow he'll get in that side because he's playing for Chelsea. Elmore bends in a 30 yard wonder goal. But that's not what he's there for. Yeah, that's. No, but that. People fell for that a few years ago with Julian Lescott. Two or three seasons where he scored goals, and that the one that bugs me, the left sided centre half is getting in over in Tyrone Mings. Jack O'Connell's a better player than Tyrone Mings. I like Mings. I think Mings is a very, very good centre half. I like him. I think O'Connell's better. I think with Jack, he's maybe the way we play I hold him back a little bit as well I don't think I don't think there's any question on his talent and what he could offer England potentially at all like, I think we're he's so he's so he's like he's a clean sorry I got that so passionate then he's got on your top he's the cleanest hard man I think I've ever seen play for it. Like, he, you won't want to be on the end of one of his challenges yet the same time he's not going to go in it's not like Morgan who everyone loves Morgan for whatever reason yeah bit of a cult hero but you can guarantee Morgan to get a tussle instead of forward and then about 30 Nine minutes, it first off, nil nil tight game. You don't trip him up on edge of box because he's frustrated with him and then score free kick. O'Connell's got such more discipline and professionalism in his game. And whether that's Sunday where no players get a smash bill, he went such a job with it. And we said that day, that's why I'm playing for him. And like we said about all the players, he's a really boring car as well. If you remember, well, if you think about it, Alex is probably waiting for him. Yeah, sorry, Dad, I interrupted you there. What about players obviously going on a bit of a journey and starting off with us? This is somebody we picked up from Brentford for Brentford Grand Brentford Reserve Brentford fans saying he's, he's trapped we've got half a dozen centre-halves better than him and he's now playing consistently they did also say that about the league that tells me more about Brentford fans you maybe wouldn't use Brentford fans a good judge of a centre-half but he's now he's gone from that in fairness when he first came the first two or three games he looked yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, looked yeah, yeah, he looked awful. And I'll say one thing: we, we not international related, but we linked Lily Watkins this week. All over that, like a rather cheap. I think I watched him in the summer. Like. We all said we wanted. Um, what's his name? Can I just write his name there? Is it Can I? Yeah, yeah. So you know they, they, they've they've got a method for signing players. Like, yeah, that's what they do. But but we but again, quite they, they get churned through them. Yeah, yeah. picked up very nicely out of that. But yes, I would, I would have Watkins. I would have. I would have. I'd have, I'd have I'll, 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 I think we should sign him when we. I'll go down to the and I'll pick him back. I'll pick him back in back up, uh, back up from uh, from London myself. So I think in in summary, it's really exciting time to be a blade in general but the amount of international just makes you proud of those players who've got yeah. to love doesn't it and despite missing the football it gives you something to keep one eye on yeah, yeah. yeah I've even watched the Scotland game for a bit, a bit of a which is not something <laughs> to be honest that we recommend to any of service unless you want to join the euthanasia clinic it, it, it would have been cutting the hedge otherwise <laughs> or babysitting Steve Clark's children chasing round by uh, <laughs> Robbo and Mac- <laughs> Yeah.
Welcome back, and uh, it's good to have you all back. And it's the end of Pod Hall of Fame, uh, a regular staple of the Four uh, Blades in the Pub. And last last time out, uh, Mr. Guest Ridley, young Sam, went for the uh, went for the hole in one yet again. Route one down the middle, garage bar, Portugal, which I think elicited probably more. Uh, successful votes from people who didn't listen to the pod than uh, actually did but anyway that's going to we're not bitter about it though are we Ian? we're not bitter at all now <laughs> if you go to the uh, fourbladesinthepub.wordpress.com you'll see all the all the Hall of Fame entries in a little photo montage um, so if you want to see what's gone before we might even put a list of what was nominated as well on there at some point but um, so in honour of a Ridley winning last week we'll throw it over to Phil to open the bidding on this week another Ridley is in Thank you. So um, I, I took your feedback from last time about the red one. As a feedback was it, or just you moaning yeah. somebody? Because, it, because you're basically constructive. One of the one of the four hoofmen of the apocalypse. You, Tony Pulis, no one up and Kevin Black. So I've decided to go a bit more ticket tacker nowadays. I've, uh, I've got a, I've got a few that are a little bit more old school rather than the uh, the more modern things. I'm going back to the to the late nineties and. Uh, one of my favourite areas has been a blade, partly because it's one of the first moves uh, up here from, from where I was brought up down south. The first time I had a season ticket, the team was pretty good, but we had one player in particular that just got you off your seat every single game, scored loads and loads of goals, and when he scored, all you saw was him wheeling away doing the aeroplane celebration. It's Jan Arva's aeroplane. That's my entry to the Hall of Play. Great shot. Now, my only, my only I'll, I'll be constructive here, he did that at other so was it just, you know, I don't care, I don't care. I don't care. Iconic football celebration, uh, amazing player, probably the first, so I first started going 94, 95, so he was possibly that first player who very quickly like, I fell for, obviously there were players who had before that. Um, I liked like White House is the first one that springs to mind it was that that team and the the, the shirt associated Luke we wear it actually she wears it often to the pub the A-Bank the A-Bank the, the, the red band collar I remember that I liked it more than the Labour home one the year before so I thought that was a little bit um, <laughs> I went very good with the abrasive uh, materials when I was a, a wee lad but um, no it Fantastic player in that celebration, and I think, I think I know, and I scored my first ever goal Sunday football. I did that. Do you know what? I think I might have as well. I think, I, I think for me as well, and we, I, we happened to mention this in between before I realised what we said, but Jan August. Goals weren't just a simple goal. No, you know, some of some of there's one, and, and I was saying, I can't remember, I'm going to have to go back and now search some of the online season videos because we haven't got a VHS player at home to play with videos. But there was one that I remember in attacking the away end, attacking the lane end, it was left side of the box quite deep towards the goal line when the ball came over all I just know is he hit it and to this day I still don't know how he scored it and I'm sure when I watched it at the time on the grainy VHS video I still couldn't work out exactly what exactly. he was hit with such power as well I don't know he was up there with one of the most clinical finishes I remember at United it just seemed to be a natural goal score you think United guys will go back and they'll think about Finishes United, and they'll talk about Peter. It's natural because he was a goal scorer. Yeah. 
Billy Sharp will obviously go down because he's a goal scorer. But then with Johnny on the spot finishes. Yeah. You know, the pure top could score all sorts of goals. Yeah, yeah. could score from inside the box, outside the box. I've got him and beat the best all round finishes with three parts in my time. He was a better player. But pure top could just score goals from any. And any goals that he's got no right to score. Do you remember I think he scored a hat trick against Hipsworth at Lemons and he got one from corner at box a volley and you just thought I'm not quite sure why he's in that and how it's gone in but but it might be the same goal same goal I think it might be a different one I can remember him scoring one in front of the cop and he's running if you can kind of imagine he's kind of running towards the streetlight corner yeah. So, an angle, sort of from the south, stand almost. And the keeper's kind of running towards him, so he's got no right to kind of do anything other than probably turn it, turn back on himself and chip it. But as he's running towards the corner, he flicks it with the outside of his right foot over the goalkeeper into the far corner. I think that's Wrexham. I think it might have been. We, we beat Wrexham 4 or 5 1, and I'm, I'm sure it's that goal. Young speaks very probably in that as well. Especially now because he's in the Premier League. He's yeah. 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 now he's in the Premier League. He was talking. Well, something that he gets excited. He'll leave a nice combination in a minute, but he speaks really positive about United. He does, yeah. And he also has a player. And my whole point nominations to be clear is his celebration not for Shanar Gwaka Yanar was there a point but he also brought about possibly the most devastating day in United on district so him and Brian Dean on the same day when we're top of the old first division I remember that was only bring it around Charles Green Charles Green so what year is that that's 98 that was the year Picking up a star in Ponsford, coming home from work, pictures of us, no Twitter, no social media. And you're no, 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 Yeah. So now whether the club announce it or not, like if an agent, like 
and even an in the know part about a transfer rumor. In the various players' WhatsApp group for all members of whatever, it's supposed to like wildfire. It's such a different experience to like what it used to be. And obviously, I was how old was I? Ten at the time, eleven. Probably about the age you're wearing those fantastic blaze trainers that you can see on the four blaze website. And about the abrasive clothing. If it's blaze trainers and some paper underwear. Harsh I think, I think John's blade trainers have to be a future order. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Obviously, go on in. So, so my nomination was actually inspired a little bit this morning. So, uh, just as, a, as an aside, uh, Richard Sutcliffe has written a done a fantastic piece on the athletic. No relation, sorry. No relation to Peter. <laughs> Doesn't carry a hammer in the boot. Um, um, so Richard Sutcliffe, I've gone now. Richard Sutcliffe on the athletic. Well, at the minute I think it's well worth a subscription. Yeah, the quality of writing yeah. there is excellent on all subjects. But he's done an interview with Curtis Woodhouse, uh, who's at Tadcaster now. And this is just a bit of a quote from Woodhouse. Um, I met some great people at United, some who I'm still friends with to this day. I will never say anything bad about the club. I still have players now who ring me up and ask me if they should join. I can never give them a big enough reference for Sheffield United. Something I've noticed over the years is how a lot of former United players still live in the area. Once you've been there, nothing else is really the same. It's the only club I've been back to since I retired. And so my nomination is for those former Blades who are just still here and you see them at the games, you yeah. see them not just in play by club, you see them on the away end, they come back, yeah. they're part of the fan base. Yeah. And I think that is something that's, I'm sure the clubs will claim it, but I think there is, as well as what else is alluded to there, there is something very special when you're part of this club. Kevin Gage. Yes, yeah. Kevin Gage obviously came through Wimbledon, Trinidad, and Villa, and now he's shot himself as a blade. Yeah. And I'll go like last week, last time out, nominated by Booker. He was on the away end at Hillsborough after the Guaya was there yeah. last season. I'm sure there's plenty of other examples we can think of that we've seen. I'll I've done some football training things in a couple of times, you know, charging a five. Yeah. Uh, up at somewhere. Yeah, you know. Brother-in-law's done that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. We've got, we've got all these edge. Yeah. Always see Keith Curl, don't you, as well? Yeah. Having a couple of cronies on yeah, him now. Yeah, Keith Curl and Jackie Edwards, obviously, still live there. Yeah. Stay around here, but then the stores do turn up and still come to the yeah. matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can argue they're here for the big games, but they're here with the fans. They're not, not in court. I remember uh, when we beat Wednesday, Hills for the other year. So I'm like, Doyle, yeah. yeah. Doyle, in the way, and they went up to it, went, how many loyalty points have you got left here? Fine, fine, they're only on about uh, so then you listen to Doyle. What game was it when he ended up in tears on pitch? They were after playoff final. They were after playoff final against Cooksfield. Is that what it was? Yeah, when they were crying, saying this club, the fans deserve more and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and, and, and just we seemed to get under yeah. his skin a bit, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been doing all this, this time down for two as well. I don't think you can ever question his commitment. No, of course not. No. So, yeah, those who come to play and stick around. Yeah, once a blade, always a blade. Once a blade, always a blade. So that's my nomination. Good chat. Good chat. Yeah? Or do you want me to go? I'm happy to go now. Um, so mine is a lot more recent than, than the other two um, and it's, it's kind of arcing back to, to something I used to do so I used to be a very average clogging centre half well I enjoyed defending I enjoyed <laughs> 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 talking about for this 
<laughs> very modest. I do very, very modest. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed editing and kicking it. I got a lot of, I got a lot of pleasure out of tackles and yeah. headers. And I will say, he didn't score a volley from 35 yards and then ran around the pitch beating his chest like that. That's, <laughs> that's as good as it ever got for me. A volley somewhere up near Dole is, uh, is the highlight of my Sunday League career. Um, but I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm only going back a, a few days. I'm going back to a piece of defending that just was done by a man after my own heart, and that's John Egan's header below sea against Liverpool. The, the commitment to the call, so he, you know, he's, he's obviously just about to tee one up. He's put us under him, and he's got two choices. He can either let the guy run through, bring him down, or he can put his head on it on the floor and risk getting a kicked off. Brilliant. Just a proper defender's bit. Of None of this bringing the ball out, being good with the ball at your feet. None of this passing it. None of this passing it through the third box and fucking. If you're a young man trying to make it in the game, hands up at it. Learn to defend. And it's it part of the defenders these days. You know, you look at some of the top defenders in the world, they actually can't defend the other defenders. I think what Dan's trying to say is most defenders these days are too good looking. They should be putting their head in. There's not many better looking folks in the United States. It doesn't work visually. I have basically got no cartilage left behind those whatsoever. It was broken six times playing Sunday, along with my cheekbone guy socket, my foot, my finger, and my arm. <laughs> so just, just to try and describe what he's just done, he's just pushed his nose three quarters of the way across his cheek. Basically, I've had my nose and made a black thing. He just done an entire fight scene with Jason Statham. John Egan's commitment to the course. John Egan's defensive commitment to the course with his edible score. Good call. Um, I think the humour there means that I can't be considered to be one. That is total football. Um, mine's a bit more obscure. Um, so, following on from earlier, and you sort of, I've got to do it now. Uh, there is a very fetching pe- picture of me <laughs> in my Sheffield trainers on Christmas Day. Doing some sort of skill with the ball. Oh, was he's a Christmas present as well? Oh, that was birthday, that. He did his birthday. He did the traditional neo ball yeah. football. Yeah. yeah. So, like, look, I look fantastic, but it's, it's not just the trainers. It is a general sort of nomination that football clubs try to get fans to buy. Particularly United. And then slash you've managed to pick up on holiday such as my mate checking out in Russian dolls that he's got. Oh no! Why? Because they've always got random players on with my number but yeah crap. I don't know if you with that he's I've still got in amongst my old programs like the catalogues that United used to put out. Oh, like I remember. Some, yeah. Some of like the some poor last even you reckon that you don't know. Some great ticket office. Oh, you reckon yeah. the shop in something that looks like a knockoff at sweatshop. Yeah. <laughs> Not sweatshop. This is a certain age. The sweatshop was a very reputable brand. <laughs> in, in the nineties. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. it was like you even see the Gallagher's in a set, like, and it literally jumpers, knitted, ill fitting jumpers that have across the front of it, plastic, the sweater shop. It was almost, did he not it was say almost it was? our day selling Gallagher top. But, but it was, was it not as well? It was a bit dull boy. He said, like, did you say the sweater shop? London Windsor Parish, New York. Middle Wall, Healy. United's version of anything like this, just like United, was just not really good enough. Yeah, just a bit like, just, so you get like a, a light purple jumper that have SUSD on it, but like the S and U really big, and then the SC might defeat United. Karen, who works in the ticket office, and has worked there 30 years, not, not the Karen that came out on Twitter the other week. Just posing. In the back of the car, like that. It reminds me, it's right, it goes into that lovely Warnock documentary where it's like, you'll be sticking about when you see your face, yeah? That's a workshop in a pre season friendly, I think. Oh, you're loving it, yeah. Why will I kneel? You'll be sticking about. But he's just having a. Warnock was on the percentage of everything that was sold in the club shop, so that's why it was out there. It's still got that horrendous sign up, haven't they, saying 100%. All profits from the club shop go directly into the first team. When you take away the lighting, the staff wages. <laughs> but like, it's like, I used to get some amazing stuff in end of season sales. Again, it's a different era because they didn't have technology to like monitor stock and stuff. So you go in at like last match of season, you get your kit like a fire. And then like, Oh, look, there's a big shiny boat with Don Hutchinson for 20p. Dad, can I have it? <laughs> yeah, sure. But <laughs> I've got boxes. Did you have a Budweiser label over his nose? Joe, there's a pair of shit white trainers with a United badge on them. For 30 quid, can I have them? No, no. Dangerous no, you don't want them, son. You don't want them, son. Why not? You'll find out anyway. <laughs> They were a surprise. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't have asked them. You asked them. They're fantastic. I don't see what the problem is. I'd love to still go. Just to bring up not to wear. I'd love to be in the Arsenal. Even if you can barely walk. You're a weird person. Actually, no. Why are you off work? Well, can we fit into a size? Oh, dear, but yeah, it, like that, that sort of club shop tap, club shop tap, the, the football tap, that, like, if, if you bitches had brought home an ill sized program from Strictly from Nancy, you complain that it was clutter. But if she goes anywhere near, like your bloody gas band CD, like, what are you doing? Put that down. We've put all the CDs to music my car job. Well, we keep it. We might have, but. That one might leave it there. That won't register on the system. And also, what I do love about United's club shop as well is they're so, like, shameless. So, if say we beat Arsenal 4-0, within the end of the week, they'd be like, were you there when we put four of the arse? 
T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, bingo. I'm actually going to bingo in time. Get yourself down to the lane and get kitted out. Are you Wembley ready? And all these are T-shirts here. You know, yeah, Wembley. Well, most people probably wear the club shirt. They had um, John Brayford's beard mask. <laughs> I've got a Brayford mask. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also got... Oh, confession. Oh, no, I've got the right. I'm going to bring some of that shit up. I genuinely can't wait for Arsenal game when he turns up in these tiny trainers in a Brayford mask. I've also got the, the present from a colleague who's a Wesley fan, that T-shirt. With the Jim Pitts quote on it that says, He's not just anybody. Right. <laughs> when did I bought me that? And then kept it and gave it me after he'd gone back to Burton. I wear it in bed sometimes. I was like, just. But yeah. I, I, you yeah. wear the mask as well. <laughs> Different kind of mask. Club shop with like, aspirations of grandeur. Yeah, it's, it's great. And totally going move one. Club shop tight is a prime example of the club's. They, they have a license to lose their like any integrity. Well, no, we're not like Spurs or Man U or Arsenal or Chelsea or someone or Liverpool waiting. Oh, we're going to bring out the new fine china range. And some poor sod buys it because they actually have to buy everything. It's not that flat. They sell three golf balls for 20 quid at United Club Shop. They're not even tightly probably one of them. They're just fucking Callaways with United sticking on. I know, I've done a quickly job and make them and sold them to United for the golf. But yeah, it's great. And I think I'll stop because we can go on a damn full episode on that. It's so much fun. I'm going to have a look and I'm going to bring some stuff. We should all have to bring Bring something in, some tap, some tap, or come wearing it. Prime example, I've got a free shirt with all the players' names on it. Yeah, it's got, it's got Ian Dowie on it, but not Dane Whitehouse. Yeah, which was, which was the brainchild of um, Jason Rocket. Is that right? Yeah. Give him all in a purveyor of rocket time. No. Most of my gym almost copped a dumbbell at back end last week when I was just annoyed because he fucked the club up so badly. So I'm going to press him down. So a new feature though. New feature though, Dad. Old United shit. Old United. Club shop time. Yeah. I prefer. Go on then. Yeah. Old United. Old United. I'll let my mother get it. Old United. 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 Old Oh boy, it's tough. So we're gonna we've got a new thing because unfortunately we're we're quite cynical old men and we believe that people don't always listen to the pictures put forward for the whole time and instead vote with what they see on Twitter and you're entitled to do that. But it really fucking annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> this is someone that's only won one game, that one round. That's <laughs> so we're all voting one. For each other as well, well as well as the Twitter poll. You went, you went, Phil, obviously, you went. Yeah, no, there's aeroplane. So you got to pick someone else's. Uh, I'm going to pick Ian's uh, United players that stay around the club. Uh, I'm going to vote for Yanaga's aeroplane just because it takes me back. 
Yeah. Now, do I do a fat surrealist? I'm quite like the tat suggestion. But I think, and it is a bit Route 1 ish from down, but I think Egan sticking his head on the line is one of them moments that we'll look back on at the end of the season. Yeah. And look, at, look back on your season. So, casting vote. Casting vote, John, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, I think they're all great. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to be And I'd probably say, for the reasons I said when Phil was talking about it in our chip team, um, it's got to be an out there playing. Worthy winner. Worthy winner. Uh, so. International weekend, boys. Anyone got any plans? Yeah, I'm going to Birmingham tomorrow. You're in a night out in Birmingham? Yeah, we're having two nights out in Birmingham. I'll send you some uh, pub recommendations. Yeah, I do. Real way for real ale, and then jewelry court for the craft stuff. And knowing Rachel's. We need a jewelry court Perfect. I'm out with a bunch of largely Wednesday nights, so I'll be enjoying my weekend. What's the occasion? Just a friend's birthday, so. Good to catch up. Perfect timing. Um, so, I'm sorting my, my long overdue extension being built on Saturday and uh, Sheffield City 10k at Roller Valley on Sunday morning for me. Very good. And then uh, I will see Richard Bowling tomorrow night and uh, a few other bits and pieces, but still stay private. We find ways to fill that gap. Yeah, you can fill it by listening to this. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, another footballless weekend, really. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose you can fill it with some proper football. And then look forward to us stuck in Arsenal. We come on down Arsenal. Yeah, so it's been a pleasure, lads. If you go to a club in Ireland, you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not put the boat on. I've changed the Murray, by the way. So if anybody wants to buy me a Murray, right. Well, I'll take Peroni as well.